That music is an invitation, an invitation to sit up and join me as we look into God's Word. This isn't your parents' Bible study or some pre-printed material from your denomination. Each episode, we tear into God's letter to humanity to see what would God have us know about Himself, about the world around us, and about ourselves. I am Brother Mitchell from the Discipleship Center, and you are listening to the TDC Podcast. Have you ever gotten up in the middle of the night to go use the bathroom or get a drink of water without turning on the light? What's bound to happen sooner or later? At some point, you're going to get too close to a wall or a table or something and stub your toe. Now, instead of being quiet and stealthy, you're reciting all the words your mom used to stick soap in your mouth for. Today, we're not going to talk about sneaking around in the dark. Rather, we're going to talk about the light. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A city set on the hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Why is it that once we're saved, or once we start following Jesus, we do not go straight to heaven? It sounds like a stupid question, doesn't it? Think about it, though, for a second. Once we're saved, what else do we need? What else does this world have for us? Our reward is in heaven waiting for us. There's nothing but pain and hardship here in the world. It's not like we have to earn God's favor somehow, so what's the point? The point is that we are God's ambassadors to this fallen world. It's our obligation and privilege to bring glory to God by being a testament of His graciousness to all those who we come in contact with. This passage says that we're the light of the world. Light does one very important thing in that it illuminates darkness. No matter how dark this world gets around us, and you don't have to live very long to see how very dark it can get sometimes, but no matter how dark it is, a little light makes a big difference. No matter how much dark you have, it cannot blot out the light, but rather the smallest light can make a difference and lessen the darkness immediately. When you become a follower of Christ, you stand out. Like a city set on a hill, you can't be hidden. If you want to hide a city, you make it in a valley, like that salad dressing. If you want a city to be found, you build it on a hill, and it becomes a landmark. In ancient times prior to electricity, the only means of light was fire, usually candles or lanterns or lamps. Lamps were great, though, because they could burn any oils available. Killed an animal and have extra fat? Put it in a lamp. Have grease after cooking? Put it in a lamp. Have some olive oil? Put it in a lamp. Normally you would put it on a table like you might prepare food on, or a small table in the living quarters, or in Bible times there were little shelves built into the wall, and it was designed to hold the lamp high in the room and reflect the light so the light would do the most benefit. The hyperbole in this example is that you would never hide your lamp under a basket, but rather place it somewhere so everyone could see it. In the same way, God has left his followers in the world to be on display for everyone to see. I've told people many times before that I grew up on the edge of nowhere and it was always my intent to leave and never come back here. Now I live smack dab in the middle of nowhere again. Why? Because at this time in my life, God's placed me here like a lamp on a lampstand called Kankakee for you to see. If we're on display for others to see, what should we be showing them? 
Our good works are what we are to be characterized by. The Bible could have said so others could see how wealthy we are, or how smart we are, or how beautiful we are. But it says so others can see our good works, so that they can give glory to God. Well, why would they give glory to God for our good works? It's a sign of regenerated heart after repentance, and it gives hope that salvation is real, and it's available to anyone. Our good works are a sign showing others the way to the cross. It shows others, especially those who knew you before Jesus took over your life, that real change can take place in someone's life, and that someone could be them too. How is your light shining? Do you think your relationship to God is private, nobody else's business? You don't share your faith because you're embarrassed by how you've been acting lately, perhaps? It's kind of hard to tell others about what great things God's doing in your life when you're acting just like the world. Well, it's not too late to repent of your sins and ask God to direct you in the path of righteousness again. Maybe your light isn't shining because you don't have any light to shine. Maybe you're listening to this and you would say, no, I'm not a follower of Jesus. I'm walking around in darkness right now and I just stubbed my toe again. Can someone turn the light on for me? I would love to tell you about the gospel and pray with you after the service, but you don't need me to get saved. Repent of your sins and turn your life over to Jesus and you can get on the road to following him right now where you are. The Discipleship Center and its subsidiaries, TDC Aquaponics and TDC Farm, are a registered 501c3 charity serving in the not-so-beautiful city of Kekakee and its surroundings. Have you or a loved one been struggling with substance abuse, chronic unemployment, need some work experience after a recent incarceration, or just failed to move on to a more productive phase of life? There is hope just around the corner with the Discipleship Center, where every life matters and we strive to fulfill the Great Commission, one life at a time. Check us out on the web at www.discipleshipctr.org today.